Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for Independent Minds. Hey gang, TGIF, I've got lots to share, so I'm going to dispense with the pleasantries and get right to it, okay? First, some quick background. You've already heard this story referenced elsewhere. It's linked at Smirkanish.com, but there's another bad Biden poll that has been released. It's from CNN, which itself, I think, is significant. Uh, It's not a polling outfit that one would say, you know, has it in for Joe Biden. It's not a Republican affiliated pollster. And also, it's not an outlier. It shows that the president's current approval rating is at 39 percent. It shows that he is tied with Donald Trump in the mid 40s. Somebody's at 46 and somebody's at 47, as I recall, doesn't even matter. The point is they're deadlocked. Worse, I think, than the tie with Trump for the president is the answer to the question of how are things going? Are things things going badly or are they going well? And it's a 70-30 badly split. More than 60% of Democrats want somebody else. 61% of all voters think that the president, despite what he has said, has been involved with Hunter in his business. And most revealing in the poll, and we've been talking about it more openly here recently, it's it's only, I think, in the aftermath of Dianne Feinstein and Mitch McConnell that people have been willing to have this dialogue. But what ails Biden the most? It can't be fixed. It's his age. In the CNN poll, 76% seriously are concerned that age might affect his ability to serve another full term. 73% are seriously concerned about his mental and physical competence to complete a second term. Uh, As I've said, you know, he has these issues, this perception issue at age 80. And yet in the election, he's going to have to sell people on the idea that he'll be fit to serve when he's 86, which would be his age at the end of the second term. I wish him no ill. I wish him Godspeed in 150 years. But I think we need to have this conversation, and we've been having it for a period of days. What's new is not only the CNN poll, but also a very unique and personal essay published today in the Smirconish.com newsletter. I'll make it available to everybody because I really want it to be read and circulated and to spark a conversation. The author of the piece is Shane Inspector. 
He's been a guest on this program. He's been a guest on my CNN program. He is he is my friend of 30, 30 doesn't seem to do it justice, many years, maybe 35 plus years. I should do the math. He, how about this? He, he and his wife introduced me to my wife. He is an extremely accomplished trial lawyer. He is a law professor at Penn, Stanford, Berkeley, and Hastings. And, and I didn't lead with this deliberately because he is an individual of accomplishment in his own right, but relevant to this discussion, he is the son of Arlen Specter. Arlen Specter, who was friend of mine, mentor of mine, uh, the longest serving United States Senator in Pennsylvania history. So that's the background and that is the perspective of the opinion, the context uh, that you need to know before you listen to this opinion. Now I'm going to read to you, and then I'll open the telephone lines, and you'll you'll tell me if you think my good friend of 35-plus years has nailed it, because he has inspired today's poll question at Smirconish.com. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Listen to Michael live, weekdays on POTUS. 
Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. It begins this way. I love Joe Biden. He and my dad were very close friends. On October 14, 2012, then-Vice President Biden abandoned the campaign trail to eulogize my father. It's said that Joe Biden ran for president in 2020 out of a sense of duty to save the country from a second Trump term. That is the Joe Biden I know. Early and often, I did a lot to assist him in that race, from financially contributing to helping with the Pennsylvania messaging. I think he's been a very good president. The prospect of another Trump presidency is a national emergency. But there's no judicial shortcut to preventing Trump's reacquisition of the presidency. He must be defeated at the ballot box. There's a long way to go until November 5, 2024, but a lot is clear now. While Joe Biden may have been the only Democrat who could beat Donald Trump in 2020, he may be the only Democrat who can't beat Donald Trump in 2024. He's been persistently behind or tied with Trump in national polling. I should say parenthetically, he wrote this and filed it with us before that CNN poll came out. Since early in his presidency, Joe Biden has been unpopular. Despite low unemployment, receding inflation, no war, and to date, no debilitating scandal, President Biden's approval rating is mired around the low 40s with no evident path to improvement. The majority of Americans, including 75 percent of Democrats, don't want Joe Biden to run for reelection. Even many people who approve of his performance hope he doesn't run. Joe Biden is appreciated. But unwanted. Those who oppose Donald Trump must soberly consider that he's increasingly likely to be renominated. The DeSantis boomlet has withered following his landslide reelection in Florida in 2022. No one else demonstrates much potential to emerge. Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, and Fonnie Willis have done more to suppress the Republican primary field than Donald Trump could do alone. With each indictment, Trump's numbers among Republican voters improve. The perception of prosecutorial persecution is the defining dynamic of the 2024 Republican primary so far. By the way, I could stop at every one of these paragraphs. He's so right. And all the polling data bears out what he said just yesterday or the day before I shared the very latest data with you. You know, Wall Street Journal poll earlier this week, 59 percent is Trump's standing among the Republicans right now. 59% of the vote is what he holds. Uh, Reuters in August, 51% of Republicans believe that January 6th was the work of, wait for it, violent left-wing protesters. And even in Georgia, Georgia, the epicenter, Georgia, where Fonnie Willis has initiated this state RICO action against 19 defendants, including Donald Trump, 61% of Georgia Republicans believe according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and University of Georgia, uh, that there was widespread fraud in 2020. So that's why, as I've gone over ad nauseum here, he benefits from all of this. And uh, Shannon doesn't argue it in this piece. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow on CNN. But this Colorado challenge and other challenges predicated on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the insurrection language, is only going to help him even more.
He may ultimately be buried by the weight of all of these prosecutions and trials, but for now, all it's done is strengthen his hand. Okay, back now to the essay. As the summer turns to fall, Democrats must confront the likelihood that Donald Trump will be president again unless they nominate a strong opponent. The window to run is closing. The deadline to file for the Nevada primary is October 16. Other candidates' deadlines approach quickly thereafter. It takes a while to erect a campaign for president, raise money, and communicate a message. Beyond President Biden, the potential Democratic field is strong, including a new generation of Democratic governors, Newsom in California, Whitmer of Michigan, Moore of Maryland, Shapiro of Pennsylvania, with impressive skills and electoral prowess. Of this group, Gavin Newsom has come closest to running a shadow campaign. He traveled the nation and aired ads articulating his vision. His debate with Sean Hannity on Fox News demonstrates he has the forensic ability and policy chops to run for president. His challenge to Ron DeSantis to debate suggests he's eager to articulate the Democrats' voice in political combat with the Republicans. Despite the huge public preference for a primary contest, there's a conspiracy of silence among Democratic officeholders, funders, and activists about the need for a race. There's a deep affection for the president. Some also likely fear criticism or retribution for validating the public preference. So Democratic leaders pretend everything is fine when it isn't. That should change. Gavin Newsom should run for president. Yes, some people would be sore at him and say he's disloyal and should wait his turn. That would be part of the story for a while, but the lasting dynamic would likely be strong interest in his candidacy and the realization that Democrats will benefit from a vigorous contest for the nomination. A Newsom candidacy would offer a viable choice to many Democrats who want an alternative. Other well-qualified people might run, too. At some point, the president might choose not to run. Many believe he's not really committed to running, which is supported by his light political schedule and small campaign staff. In the final analysis, Joe Biden will likely be motivated by what's best for the country and not by his ego. A meaningful Democratic primary contest is the best way to beat Donald Trump because strong primary candidates usually produce strong general election candidacies. For Democrats to treat the president's renomination as an entitlement would reinforce the perception that he's too weak to be tested. Joe Biden needs opponents. If Joe Biden defeats a strong field, that would go a long way to beating back the argument that he's too old. Final paragraph. Defeating Donald Trump is essential. Nothing should be spared in that cause, including hard feelings. If Joe Biden had a patriotic duty to save the country from Donald Trump in 2020, then those Democrats with the right stuff have a duty to run right now. And we have a duty to encourage them. That is the exclusive content in today's Smirconish.com daily newsletter written by Shane Inspector. 
some are who are listening and, and prone to call or supportive of Donald Trump and would want to defend the Trump record. That's not my focus in this call segment. Instead, my focus is to kind of challenge Democrats who are listening, who want to defeat Donald Trump. I, I challenge you to dispute or to argue any single sentence that I've just read aloud. What in here did he not get dead to rights? Call me. I'm at 855-486-1776. The way that I worded today's poll question was agree or disagree. Democrats need a competitive nomination fight to identify their strongest Trump opponent. Democrats need a competitive nomination fight to identify their strongest Trump opponent. He's arguing Newsom needs to get in. And that others need to follow. He's not just arguing for Gavin Newsom to take on Joe Biden, but he wants a robust primary field fighting it out to determine who's strongest to go toe to toe with the former president of the United States. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lift or Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Says my friend, who has been a close observer 
in his case, probably for, you know, at, at the knee of his father, probably for 50 years, uh, says, A, he loves Joe Biden. B, that he thinks that Donald Trump is a serious risk and threat to the country. But C, that there's a conspiracy of silence among Democratic officeholders, funders and activists about the need for a race. There's a deep affection for the president. Some are also fearing criticism or retribution for validating the public preference. And so Democratic leaders pretend everything's fine when it's not. Brian, Park City, Utah, very quick reaction. What did you want to say? Yes, I think it's the constant focus on Donald Trump that's allowing the Democrats to divert their attention from these obvious problems with Joe Biden. In other words, attention that otherwise should be spent on Biden is being focused on Trump. But I I also think Shane Inspector is only speaking to half the problem because the policies on crime and immigration and inflation are also incredibly underwater on these polls. Oh, for sure. It's not just that he's old. Right. I mean, there there are other impediments and you've identified some of them that are problematic. But but that that CNN data, when when you look at the CNN data from yesterday's poll release. And see that 76 percent of all voters have a serious concern that age might affect his ability to serve another full term. Seventy three percent, a serious concern about mental and physical competence. And knowing that he's got to go another five and a half years, that's what's driving this more than anything else. Uh, Marty, you're in Bear, Delaware. You most wanted to say what? I agree 100% with what the author said. And I further would say that this is one of the reasons I left the Democratic Party. They can't fight their way out of a wet paper sack. I'd like to see them put up a fight. I'd like to see that they have a bench. They don't seem to have a bench. I think they have a bench. And that's it. I think they have a bench. Well, he I'd he, like he show it. Right. Well, I mean, he identified and you can exp- you can expand this, uh, but he identified Newsom and Whitmer and Shapiro all being on that bench. David, you're in Yucaipa, California. Greetings. What did you want to contribute? Um, yeah, the article does make sense to me. Where I was a little, where he lost me is when he specifically called out Gavin Newsom as one of the primary individuals that should jump into the race. I, I don't know what he can point to in California that says, hey, I should be the president. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Stefan in Las Vegas. Go ahead, Stefan. Hi. Hi, Michael. Um, I, I don't know if I missed it, but the author seems to be leaving out history. Every single incumbent president that's been primaried loses a general election. So why should any Democrat do that? Well, maybe he would argue, I think, because this president seems perhaps destined to lose a general election. Shouldn't we forestall that if you're a Democrat now? Well, Mike, again, I, I, anytime anyone says Biden's too old, and- I say, who is the magical Democrat that's going to take him down in a primary and win in a, win in a general well, but wouldn't, wouldn't Democrats look? I'm can. not. I, I'm in. I'm. I'm in this conversation as an academic matter. I'm not here to carry water for the Democrats. I'm. I'm asking the question of whether 
he's right when he says that competition would would generate the strongest candidate. And maybe it's Joe Biden. Maybe Joe Biden gets on that stage and proves everybody wrong. How many of us think that would be the case, by the way? Uh, And if not, then whatever shortcomings he has as a candidate are exposed now before he locks in the nomination. I mean, do you want to wait until the fall until you see what the, the real situation is? This is uh, Richard in Birmingham, Alabama. Hi, Richard. Greetings. What did you most want to say? Well, I I, I always vote first. And then, right. but I'm saying today I would change my vote. Hmm. I would vote fastly. I would, I would, I would, agree, I would agree instead of disagree. But I, I don't know who that bench is. Uh, the best people, I think, would be women and would be a woman somewhere, you know. The unfortunate thing is uh, women have a very difficult, will have a very difficult time uh, winning because the fact is we don't like women and uh, women candidates. So, but I, do, I agree with that other caller. I don't see why Gavin Newsom would be uh, would be someone that we would pick. You should ask uh, Bill Maher. <laughs> about right, Gavin but he's not. I mean, I think he's, he's, he's using Newsom. I think he's using Newsom for for some obvious reasons. A, he's a governor of of our largest state. Uh, he's had success, got reelected. I know Californians are going to call and say, "Well, what has he done?" and so forth. But he's a governor of an enormous state, having been reelected. Uh, he's an attractive candidate. He's good on his feet. He shows a willingness to do this. I mean, Gavin Newsom has gone as far as anybody as a as an elected official to do and say the things that my friend has just authored in this provocative piece. I, I can't wait to ask him after it's had circulation what the reaction that he will receive might be, because I know it's not going to be received in some quarters well because people want to keep this all hush hush. But now here's a person of prominence with some political credentials and some academic credentials who says, wait a minute, we, we got to wake up like we're, we're sleepwalking into this and it's not going to end well. Maybe he needs competition. It's like, you know, the season began last night. By the way, I had I'm so proud of this. I had the Lions and I didn't need the points. <laughs> it's true. I had the four. I went to bed at halftime. And I felt pretty good about it uh, after they 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 had that fake uh, uh, punt in the first quarter. Anyway, what was my point? Oh yeah, my point is like preseason. You know, these guys need some touches. They got to get they got to get loosened up. The way this is headed now, Joe's not going to debate RFK Jr. Instead, he's going to walk right into the general election. You going to be comfortable with that when you finally do get a look at him as a candidate? That's what I think is being argued in this piece. Tom, you're in Westchester, New York. What did you want to say? Uh, that the Democrats have kind of put themselves in a box. Jamila Harris is sort of in a position where she's got to be the nominee if it's not Biden, and she's more unpopular than he is and less electable than he is. Um, and if they go with someone else, it's going to alienate the African-American vote and to a certain extent the female vote. So they're kind of stuck with her. And she can't win, I don't think, against anybody. And also, I'd just like to say that Joe Biden is vanilla ice cream. That, um, it's, and Donald Trump is passion fruit swirl. 
if you have a choice between the two, you might try one, the passion fruit swirl once. But given the second bite of the apple, you're going to go with the vanilla ice cream every time, which is why I think the Democrats' biggest fear is no labels. So, yes, no labels is a, a really important part of this conversation. Thank you for introducing that element. Let me also mention that uh, by design, it's just the perfect day. I knew that we were going to publish Shannon's piece today. In the second hour of the program, we're going to explore the dynamics of the relationship between Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom. Amy Parnes wrote a great piece on that that uh, that caught my eye. Uh, Mike, Woodbury, Connecticut, greetings. What did you most want to say? Yeah, hi, Michael. So, you know, while, while I agree intellectually with a lot of what's in that essay, uh, I believe at the end he says that if Biden were to uh, win, you know, a primary, primary challenges, it, he would come out stronger. Uh, but, of course, the last uh, uh, Democratic uh, president who, who got a primary challenge, which was Jimmy Carter, <laughs> Ted Kennedy, it didn't work out so good. He, yeah, he, I mean, he, I, he ended up being weaker because of the I, primary challenge. I get uh, I yes. get what you're saying. And, and another friend of mine who deserves a, a shout out, Larry Seisler, has weighed in to say uh, in terms of the history, you've got Carter being cha- ch- pardon me, being challenged by Kennedy. That's the uh, the election to which you refer. Ford was challenged by mm-hmm. Reagan. Bush was challenged by Buchanan and they all lost. Uh, is, you know, Ford was unsuccessful and Bush was unsuccessful in the reelection and and Jimmy Carter was unsuccessful. But but the age factor wasn't there for any of them. My God, do you remember when we thought that Reagan was old back in the 80s and he was a hell of a lot younger than Biden? Yeah, no, I know. It's definitely a factor. And I think the other the other thing that I would say is I I throw history. I throw history out the window. I recognize, I bow to it, but I throw it out the window only because there's just no precedent for what's going on in the country right now. Do, do you know that the, the number one story that I flagged and posted in the newsletter today is from the presidential, I think they referred to themselves as centers, but I think of them as libraries. Like they all got together and issued a statement and said democracy is, is at risk unprecedented, never been done before. I mean, the idea of, of these looming trials and the prospect of a 14th Amendment challenge, and there's no playbook. There's no playbook. So Larry might be right in pointing out, you know, how it ended up for Carter after Ted Kennedy challenged him and Reagan challenged Jerry Ford and Pat Buchanan. Uh, what would that have been? Uh, challenged um, uh, 92, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, my boss. Uh but then I say, yeah, but these are unlike any other times we've ever lived in. Any other times we've ever lived in. Uh, Wisconsin, David, greetings. What are you thinking about this whole uh, argument that says that Joe Biden needs opponents? Well, Michael, what I think is somebody else had just mentioned, I think Kamala Harris is the real problem. There's just no way of getting around it. But an article that I read this morning, I don't know if you saw this, it happened in Minnesota. One of the loudest voices for uh, defunding the police was carjacked and beaten. And now she's coming out. Oh, we have to, we got to get these guys. We got to get these young people. We got to prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. When two years ago, she was the loudest voice saying, we've got to get rid of the police. We've got to get rid of them. That in and of itself is one of the major problems that the Democrats are going to face. Right. It's, it's that it is purely that old line. If I have it right, which is a conservative is a liberal who got mugged last night. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, what do I mean, they look, say? They say uh, uh, if, if you're young and you're not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're old and not a conservative, you have no brain. I guess. Uh, the crime issue's big. Every, there, you know, there's a, there's a great piece that is either in today's newsletter or yesterday's newsletter from the L.A. Times. Gallup came out with a poll and they asked Americans, which of these cities do you think is safe or unsafe? And it was very interesting to see which people believe to be unsafe. And I remember looking at the poll result and saying aloud, I think this is based on racial perception. It's hard for me not to look at the data and why people think this city is more unsafe than any other city. And, you know, somebody really ought to go look at the crime data in those cities and determine if perception meets reality. Well, a guy at the L.A. Times did it. And that's in the newsletter today as well. Why do I bring it up? I bring it up in response to that because where everybody has a phone in their pocket and where every stoop has a video, you know, a ring video doorbell and where every main street's got CCTV, we're going to continue to see crime on a loop. It's it's not I don't know that there's more crime and I'm not dismissive of the, the, the crime problems in the country. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying it's like it's like that old uh, Nancy Grace argument that I would make where every time there was a child abduction and it seemed to be in Florida, you'd see it on a loop because we're all scared to death about the safety of our kids. And it would create this unrealistic perception of uh, the threats faced by young people. You know, there's never been a safer time to be alive in the history of the planet than there is now. But the media is guiding our perception is what I'm trying to say. And Republicans have that in their arsenal. It's going to be a really potent issue. The, 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 you know, the lady, the 60-year-old lady who got beat by the cane 50 times the other day in a New York City subway, there, there will be instances like that that today we have no idea what they'll be. But they will be recorded and they will be shown and they will influence this, this election. Mitchell, you're in New Jersey and you want to defend Joe Biden. Which part of uh, my friend's essay is incorrect? All of it. It's clear to me, Michael, that barring death or imprisonment, it's going to be Trump and Biden. Now, do I think Biden is too old? Yes. Would Kamala Harris be my first choice for vice president? No. Will I hesitate in voting for Biden uh, again based on his age or VP pick? Not for a fraction of a millisecond. And I'm not throwing my vote away on a third party candidate either. Right now, Michael, it's all polling and wish lists and dream team candidates. But when the general election comes and it's a binary choice between Trump and Biden, people are going to have to deal with reality, which is voting for a criminal who tried to overthrow a duly elected government or a president who, while old and imperfect and often a sloppy communicator, accomplished a great deal. So my fellow Democrats, it's not going to be that tough a choice. It really isn't. So, okay, I get the argument. And by the way, kudos to you. Like, that was very well expressed. But why not Why not improve your hand while you have the chance would I think be my friend's response. Like, okay, it'll probably be a referendum on Trump again like it was last time. But if you know that Biden has these liabilities, why not at least explore the opportunity to do better? What's the downside? The downside is, is that you have an incumbent with a record and you have, you know, you have to look at the psyche of the Democratic voter. 
uh, the Republicans will go down with the ship. They've made the decision it's Trump or nothing, and they don't care what the problems are. The Democrats do care what the problems are, and they're wringing their hands. You throw another candidate in there or two or three, and it's going to be a mess. And uh, that is the kind of thing that could you know, screw up the election, I think. I Look. Nobody thought that Biden was going to be the nominee uh, when the process started. Nobody thought that McCain was going to you know, come out as the nominee uh, when he was running against Obama. I mean, you know, it, these slow and steady hands, even though they're, you know, like they have their faults. You know, they have a lot of faults. I see them. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, he's, he does have a track record. I think he's got a pretty positive track record. And uh, I think he's he- going to prevail. Yeah, he does. Thank you, Mitchell. Appreciate that. And I mean it. He does. But as I said at the outset, that which ails his candidacy can't be fixed. The UAW strike, it may or may not happen. The new hurricane. uh, What's this one called? I forget already. Lee. Lee may hit. Maybe the response of FEMA is going to be an issue. I mean, he's a monster. Stuff's going to go on. Stuff we could never imagine is going to go on in the next 14 months. You can't protect against those intangibles. It's a football. It's going to bounce all over the place. It's not a baseball. It's not going to be linear. But this, you know, this, you know, he's not getting younger. And, you know, it pains me to have this conversation, especially because I I know that, that the people who listen who are very close to the president, blood close to the president, I don't say it with any with any animus whatsoever. I have right. I I, I have great respect. How did how did um, I mean Shane? Shane begins the first words. I love Joe Biden. He writes. He certainly offers it with no animus. His father and Joe Biden were for decades thick as thieves on that Amtrak train together. I that's how I first met Joe Biden. Is that I was with Senator Specter going to Washington. And Biden got on in Wilmington and Senator Specter introduced me to him. I remember it so well because Biden said to me, oh, you know, you're one of those talk show hosts. I was just sort of getting started in the business. This is an old story. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.